eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Should Tom Brady become a Las Vegas Raider? Some of you are happy with that idea. Others are unhappy with that idea. Either way, we're going to talk about it here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast where we talk nothing but Las Vegas Raiders football. Scott Branson, along with Mo Moten, we are your hosts. We thank you for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hey, hey, make sure you subscribe and smash that notifications bell so you know when there's a new video up. Thank you guys all for the lively chat as always on the side of the screen. Okay, Mo, Tom Brady. Uh, we know from a couple years ago, John Gruden had the chance to sign Tom Brady in 2020. Um, he did not want to do it is the way the story goes. In fact, Rob Gronkowski just a few days ago on another podcast confirmed it and said that he was also going to go to the Raiders and come out of retirement, his first retirement. And uh, so he confirmed the story again. So the third time the story has been confirmed, uh, Mark Davis wanted it. Uh, John Gruden did not want it. So now we're hearing about the opportunity maybe for Tom Brady to come to the Raiders yet again. Derek Carr's gone, so there's the opportunity. Let's talk about where he is right now at almost 46 years old. This year, record of 8-9, and nine, of course, played um, in all 17 games. Completion percentage of just under 67%, almost 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Of course, that was uh, his worst year since 2019, <laughs> so a few years. When you're the GOAT, though, I think a bad year is better than a lot of years uh, for other quarterbacks. But when you look at him and you watch what happened in Tampa this year, he definitely struggled at times. Uh, and, and I have a reason, I believe, why that's true, and I'll get to that in a second. But from a football perspective, um, when you look at Tom Brady, yes, he's not 30 years old. Yes, it's not 2008. But, Mo, how good of a quarterback is Tom Brady at this point in his career? And is he a guy 
you be, that you believe if surrounded with the offense the Raiders have with an upgraded offensive line and some good selections and signings on defense, can Tom Brady take the Raiders to the playoffs and perhaps beyond over the next couple of years? I believe he's still capable of taking a football team that has a good supporting cast around him to the playoffs. And I emphasize supporting cast simply because no, Tom Brady isn't the same Tom Brady in his mid, even late thirties when he was winning Super Bowls. He's not that guy anymore. He needs the support. He needs protection, an offensive line. Even though he has a quick release, he still needs, I would say, a higher end offensive line. He needs a run game. He didn't have that in Tampa Bay. Yes, he had a defense. He had a top 10 scoring defense, but did not have a run game. The Buccaneers last in rush attempts, last in rushing yards per game. So the Buccaneers asked Tom Brady to carry that team to the playoffs, and he did. Yes, it was a bad decision, a bad division in the NFC South, but you got to understand, Tom Brady has now led the league in completions and pass attempts back-to-back years. He's thrown <laughs> over 700 passes. You don't want your, your 46-year-old, 45-year-old quarterback throwing that many passes. You shouldn't be asking Tom Brady to win you football games that way. And that loss against the Dallas Cowboys, he threw the ball 66 times. And people, a lot of Raider fans are saying, well, look at Tom Brady tonight. Doesn't look good. Why would you want him to be your quarterback? And, and, I, and I would say... What quarterback do you know throws the football 66 times in a playoff game and wins it? I believe they had a stat up. Ben Roethlisberger threw the ball 66, 68 times. L. There was another quarterback, I believe Russell. Some uh, maybe it was Russell Wilson. Someone else was up there, but it was a it was a pretty good quarterback in his prime. Threw mm-hmm. the ball more than 60 times. Guess what? Lost the football game. You need balance. And as I said on a previous show, even in New England, those teams had good rushing offenses with Tom Brady. Yep. He needs it now more than ever at his age. I'm not, he's not washed. And if you watch that game closely, he could still throw the ball downfield. You saw it in flashes. If he has the protection, he could still get the ball to your playmakers 20, 25 yards down the field. He still has the precision. He still has the accuracy. It's just that at his age now, he needs a more solid supporting cast than he needed 10 years ago. Yeah, Mo, it's great. I'm, 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 I'm interested in you bringing up the long ball there because he threw longer passes less this year than than any point in the last few years. Um, is was that due to just down and distance and where he was versus um, in previous? I, I think he might have thrown the ball. Well, I should say he completed less long passes. Doesn't mean he didn't throw them, especially without a lack of running game. I would imagine he would have had. Um, more third and longs than he's had in recent years because if you don't have a running game, you're just playing usually in longer yardage situations. Uh, but you look at that, and 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 it seemed to be a lot of the criticism actually of Tom Brady because of the system he's played in, especially in New England, was that he was what Derek Carr used to get uh, criticized for, which is the dink and dunk thing, right? But that's that's the system. The system calls... Tom Brady went long plenty of times. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we saw Danny Amendola and these guys, all these guys that went through, um, even back to Hernandez, that went long uh, on on flares to get to get long passes from Tom Brady for touchdowns. Um, with that though, arm strength, all that sort of stuff, you think it's still there on a team like the Raiders? With with let's say let's just assume they're going to upgrade that offensive line because I think they would have to uh, if Tom Brady was going to sign on the dotted line. If they do that, you add in um, uh, giving Josh Jacobs a contract, which seems like it's going to happen. You have your running game. You have a better offensive line. You have a multitude of receivers. For now, you have Darren Waller uh, as as a great weapon. 
That seems to me, if I'm Tom Brady, okay, I'm good with the offense, right? I mean, he would have everything he had when he won with New England and also the first year he won with Tampa Bay, which is a full, well-rounded offense. So the first thing I want to get to is your point about Tom Brady throwing the long ball and the Mm -hmm. offense that he was in. Let's remember that the Buccaneers lost Bruce Arians, right? So Byron Leftwich was solely running that offensive system. So he was in a different offense this year. No blue, no Bruce Arians influence. And I think that's what hurt the, the Buccaneers in terms of big plays down the field. Because if you know Bruce Arians' philosophy, no risk it, no biscuit, he's he wants to get <laughs> vertical. He wants to throw the ball downfield. That wasn't the case this year. And I don't think that's a coincidence with him going to the front office. The other thing about Tom Brady, and yes, you you hit on this point, and I, I just want to I just want to hammer this because a lot of people say, well, if Tom Brady couldn't get it done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line, what makes you think he want to sign with the Raiders? And to those people, I say, you don't just sign Tom Brady and sit on your hands for the rest of the offseason and hope for <laughs> Tom Brady TB12 magic. Of course, if you sign Tom Brady, you're going to look to upgrade your offensive line. Have to. It's an obvious, it's an, yeah, it's a must. So you're probably, if you sign Tom Brady, you're probably signing one or two offensive linemen from free agency or trading for one and then mm-hmm. drafting high at guard or tackle so that you can protect Tom Brady and allow him to get the ball down the field. And as you said, you get Josh Jacobs on a new deal, so he has a run game, which he didn't have at Tampa Bay, and all of a sudden you're rolling. Everything else you invest on the defense. Yeah. Because, again, Tom Brady had a top-10 score defense in Tampa Bay. We're not we're not uh, downsizing that or anything. But your first thing is, okay, we have Tom Brady. Let's add two offensive linemen. Let's get Josh Jacobs back on a multi-year deal. And again, everything else you poured into your defense so we can improve that defense from being a bottom tier unit to at least a top 12 unit. And and we talked about it, Mo. This team could have over 63, $64 million in cap space, right? So so mm-hmm. you talk about, the, and this is what I wrote a piece on Sportsnot this week about the fact that I truly believe now, and you can call me whatever you want, I truly believe, I didn't think this six weeks ago. This this team, if if Dave Ziegler does his job really well, that's the that's the caveat. This team can turn it around pretty quickly. I'm not saying they're gonna win a Super Bowl next year, but this team can be very competitive, be a playoff team, I think, in one season if they make the right moves between good draft and between the right free agent signings, and you have the money to do that. That means you can go out and get a guy. It could be uh, if 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 it's the flavor of the month, if it's Orlando Brown Jr., whoever it is on the offensive line, somebody who's going to step in, one of the big free agents out there, or you make a trade, like you said, for future draft capital. Um, and I think I want to say this, too, about Tom Brady this year and a little bit of the regression we saw. I think the coaching, just as it was for Derek Carr, it was an issue for Derek Carr, too. It was an issue for Tom Brady on offense. Secondarily, the guy's personal life. I want to talk about that because we don't talk about that a lot. It got a lot of salacious headlines. But the way he started his offseason, he comes out of retirement, then he goes to camp, and then he goes away from camp for personal reasons, and then comes back, and suddenly he's getting divorced. Um, That's big deal, especially for those of you who don't have kids yet. Um, A divorce is bad enough, but then you add a divorce where you have kids involved. It's a big deal, okay? And so I don't care how great you are of an athlete or a CEO or whatever you do for a living— that's going to be hard. So he had a lot of things off the field that I think mentally uh, didn't help. And then, of course, he had the, the big switch up and the, and the loss of talent there in Tampa Bay, especially on the coaching. So I, I put that in there as well. 
But the other point I want to talk to you before we finish up this segment, Mo, on Tom Brady and the Raiders is you hear a lot of fans who say, well, I thought this was about getting younger at quarterback and getting a more mobile quarterback. Why would, why would the Raiders do this if that's the direction they're going? And I would tell you from my point of view, and then I'll get your reaction. My point of view is you can do both at the same time, right? Meaning that because of the salary cap, because of what they have and the flexibility they have and the capital on the draft they have, they can go out and make this a playoff team instantly, in my view, and have the best quarterback who's ever played lead that team for a couple years, get a young quarterback in the meantime who gets to learn. I know Tom Brady has, has been rumored not to be the guy who's going to tutor the young quarterback. Doesn't matter. If you just watch him and you watch him work and you're on the sideline, you're at practice with him, you're going to gain from that. So, Mo, to me, it's not a zero-sum game. I think that the Raiders can do both simultaneously. Do you agree with that? I agree. And so much of social media is it has to be one way or the other. <laughs> I, I don't understand so the, the I, I don't understand the the Raiders can only do one thing and everything else has to fall by the wayside. It goes back to my point about people saying about the offensive line. If you sign Tom Brady, you could still upgrade the offensive line. You could still upgrade other parts of the roster. You could still upgrade the defense. You, as you as we talked about, the Raiders have enough draft capital and cap space to do all those things. So the other point Going back to your point about Tom Brady's personal life, there was a report, I forgot who said it during the broadcast on Monday night, but mm -hmm. the players in the Buccaneers locker room said that Tom Brady started to seem more like himself just three weeks ago. So to your point, wasn't himself at the beginning of the season because he had a lot of personal things going on in his life. The other thing I want to bring up is Ian Rappaport said that Tom Brady, if he does continue his playing career, will likely sign a one-year deal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that goes along with Albert Breer's point that the Raiders are looking for their Alex Smith type of quarterback before they hand it off to a younger guy. So, yes, the Raiders can do two things at the same time. You can get Tom Brady on a one-year deal and then draft your quarterback of the future so that that quarterback of the future doesn't have to play before he's ready. You have yep. Tom Brady there who can help you win games right now. At best, you get to the playoffs, you make some noise, and you can attract other free agents to Las Vegas because Tom Brady is there. And then you hand off to your quarterback of the future, whoever that may be. So again, the Raiders can do can circle and, and check off both objectives in one offseason. It doesn't have to be, oh, we're going with Tom Brady all in, or we're going with the future. The best teams, the GMs and head coaches, work together to win now and build for the future. Right. And I think Tom Brady is in the position, just like he was when he went to Tampa. He's going to go somewhere where he, he thinks he can win. He's not going somewhere where he's going to finish eight and nine. He's just not going to do it, right? He had it this year, and that's why he's out of Tampa Bay. Uh, I, obviously, Bruce Arians is not there. So if the relationship with him and Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, if it's good enough and he buys into what they're going to do and gets the plan uh, and believes they can win, he'll go. I think some of the other teams that have been mentioned in the Tom Brady sweepstakes or whatever you want to call it now um, aren't, aren't viable either. I think Miami might be the only one. 
uh, because of, of, of obviously the warm weather. He's already there in Florida. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, and, and they're, they're ready to make a run. Uh, the Jets, no, right? He's not going to play in New York. I just don't see it happening uh, as much of a media superstar as he is. So for the Raiders to make this happen, um, I don't know that they can make it happen other than just give their best pitch because Tom Brady's going to do what's best for Tom Brady. You're absolutely right about that. I'll just throw something out. Another uh, a contingency plan, if you will, right? Mm. So let's say the Raiders sign Tom Brady, and then they either get Will Levis or C.J. Stroud. So now you have a top quarterback prospect behind a quarterback who is still, to me, a top top league quarterback, not a top five, top eight, maybe around the top ten now, but can still get you to the playoffs. I don't see the problem in that approach. Because, like as I said, you can win right. now with him. And let's say, to, okay, let's say Tom Brady stinks. Let's say he is completely washed. He's a bum. <laughs> it's he one goes year. out there, he stinks it up. You're only on the books with him for one year. And by the way, you, as I just said, you would have your rookie quarterback who can take over automatically right there. Yeah. You, you want to move on? Okay, Tom Brady stinks. He's washed. We whiffed on that one. Okay, but we have our rookie quarterback who could take over and our future of the franchise, potential face of the future of the franchise. So, again, you want to put, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. And that was my point about exploring a trade for Mac Jones is that with Mac Jones on a rookie deal, you don't have to spend a lot for him. Right. You can spend that money on your defense. You can spend that money on your offensive line. And then you'll still have Mac Jones. You won't be paying him anything for a couple of years. And you can still draft the quarterback. So now you have two swings at getting it right at the quarterback position. You have Mac Jones, who's young, and then you have a rookie quarterback who's coming in on a rookie deal, obviously. Yeah, no doubt. And 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 that's why I like that approach, too. If they, if they in fact, do go after Tom Brady, I'm sure they're going to make contingency plans for everything. And we'll see where it goes because, and the other thing with Tom Brady, and I'll close on this, uh, on this segment, Mo, which is the leadership factor here. You know, you put Tom Brady into a locker room with a, a bunch of young guys, because guess what? The Raiders are going to get a lot younger this year, even with free agents and maybe some trades, they're going to get a lot of the lot younger as the roster turns over, especially on defense. And you might say, well, what does defense have to do with Tom Brady? Tom Brady in the locker room is Tom Brady in the locker room. You know, especially if you're a 22 year old kid, out of college, or even if you're a 23 to 25 year old that's played in the NFL for a couple years, you grew up watching this guy win Super Bowls. To have him in the locker room is a whole different approach, and I think just brings a level of professionalism and focus on winning that uh, that you just can't find with other as some other players because he's he's been there, he's done it so many times. And when you got when you got all those rings, let me tell you, guys know that and they want to follow what you do follow your lead because they know it's a winning process. So all good stuff. All right. Well, there you go. There is your Tom Brady conversation. We will not talk about him most likely again until he signs somewhere or retires. We'll figure it out in the next few days. All right. Well, we're going to step aside for our final break. When we come back uh, here in the off season with a shortened week, we're going to get into our mailbag. We've got a couple mail questions we're going to answer and uh, we'll have some fun as well. So stick where you are. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast with Mo and Scott. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back right after these words. <laughs> 